"'Twas the night before Friday, and all through the castle, all the Nazis were sleeping, causing less of a frazzle. Now I know that's a slant rhyme, not quite that exact, but you try speaking in a rhythm. Relax! All you need to know is that Augie and Lilith were sneaking down hallways as the night air was... chill... if... God damn it! Augie, hold. What? Watch the glass, Augie. It is very, very important that you watch the glass. Here we are. This is the room. Now let me just make sure my glass isn't broken. Because why wouldn't you carry a cup around with you? Well, I wouldn't because cups are for toddlers and amateur bakers. This is a glass. Now, here we are. This is the room. Can you hear? Generally, yes. Although every day I'm surprised I hear something. Listen to the halls. Anton was right when he said this whole place was acoustically sound. Put your ear to the door. Okay, pass me the glass. Absolutely not. Why not? Do you know how many germs are on the human ear? I'm assuming less than are on a wooden door. Precisely, which is why I brought a glass. You should have brought a glass too if you wanted to avoid door-to-ear contact. Well, how was I supposed to know door-to-ear contact was on the menu tonight? If being full matter transmutated across time and space twice has taught me anything, it's to always be prepared. Oh good, I guess I traveled across time and space only once and all I got was this Nazi castle. Augie, I asked you to come along with me on this because you are the person in our little enterprise I've spent the most amount of time with. That was the bar? And that? The negativity? The doubt? They are not going to be the most useful tools at your disposal tonight. So, are you going to put your bare ear on that wooden door so we can move on with our plan, or do you want to continue putting off your inevitable door-to-ear contact? Alright. I'll put my ear to the door. Oh, good. It's cold. So, how are we supposed to know that this is... This is... Chalk that up to good luck, but how do we know that that's... I... Well, this is re-goddamn-diculous. Classic Nazi castle. Okay, I've got the cloaks from the wardrobe department. Right, and you're sure you don't want to try a mask? Maybe a fake beard along with the cloak? Remind me which of us has a certificate of completion from the Carpathian Masters of Disguise Conathon? Well, if I'd known that that was a thing... It was. Right under your nose. Okay, so once we go in, I'll set up the shovel on the bin, which creates our levitation seesaw, so to speak. Right. And you're sure this will work? Oh, yeah. This is a whole callback. You know, usually I'd find it lazy, but right now I'm just happy to know it's a sure thing. (laughs) That's like my whole thing. A Very Vanishing Christmas by Ian Gears and Lauren Grace Thompson. Part 3. The Christmas Carol. Alright, cloaks on. Ready. Ready. Of fucking course it creaks. Just get in and close the... To set up the old bin and shovel, so to speak. 
That's good to know. Maybe we'll exploit that later. But for now, just hand me the metal chains, the pots and pans, and the Jew's harp. You know, maybe I should hold the Jew's harp. That seems like a lot of stuff for you. Actually, I think you're right. But Augie, it's mouth harp. You're better than that. Wait, but you just... All right, when I give you the signal, play. Fine. Wait, what's the signal? (laughs) Trust me, you'll know. Now, are we ready for pots and pans? Pots and pans, thank you. All right, Augie. Levitate me. Levitating. Jew's harp? See, you just... Augie. Fine. Jew wing harping. Harping, I'll go with... Harping. General Sneeman! General Sneeman! Yes, yes, sweet white god! It is I, General Morgan Danger Sneeman. Who dares disturb the slumber of the great and powerful? Shit, that guy. Don't worry about it, Harold. Just another ghostly premonition! Another? Yes, spirit. I've been expecting you. Good. Wait, you have? You have? I have. I heeded your word the first nights of your visitations. You recall when you arrived at the stroke of midnight and reminded me of the many times the Jews and other less special races disgraced me in the past. Uh... Yep, that was me. What, your super-secret college didn't have an improv club? Not after I was through with it. Yes, to confirm, that was me that night. And, as you know, you also graced my chamber door the next night. You recall when you arrived at the stroke of midnight and reminded me of the many ways the Jews and other less special races threaten my manhood and dignity in the present. (sighs) Also me. And so now we meet at last, the final night of your visitations three, where you arrive in the form of Fräulein Delia? It's almost like you should trust the guy who works in theater to choose the costumes. No, General. I am a vision of what is to come. (gasps) Of course! Past, present, and now future. It all makes sense. Good old-fashioned rule of threes. Can't go wrong there. Now, General Schneemann... Wait, wait, wait. Hold the phone. A tad early, aren't we, Spirit? Yes, well, the future waits for no one. (gasps) Too true, Spirit, too true. Well, that is, until we achieve level alpha dominance and concepts such as the future will literally wait for us. Yes, and I introduced that to you? Uh-huh. The dominance over time level. Level, level alpha. alpha. I know the levels. Oh yeah? Maybe you should recite them. Just so he knows you're cool. Not helping. Hey! Neither's the chain. Yes. The metal chains that bind you to my inept mortal plane, I'm aware. Now, spirit, 
It is time. Show me the vision that you promised me. Yes. The vision. Oh, great. Found object theater. Time to put that shadow puppetry class I audited to good use. Okay, okay. You know what? Let me just get down from here really quick. Wait, what are you doing? Let me get down to your inept mortal level. Not Alpha, like me. I'm level Alpha. But let me just... There we go. I can feel your spirit. So close to me. You just wait until I show you that vision. Okay, okay. I'm sorry about the negativity or whatever. Just please get back on the seesaw. Spirit, who do you quarrel with? That voice. It... It sounds so eerily familiar. That's because it's the voice of negativity and doubt. Really? But, but, but spirit, I've never felt those feelings before. A likely fucking story. Oh, okay, how are you hitting me from all the way over there? Let your mind give way to the vision I now set before you. Oh, nothing is there. Oh, nothing is there. And nothing is there because the future is yet to be written. No, no, there's something. The future is there. It just needs to come out from behind that shovel. Are we really going to do this right now? Here comes the vision. We should. I was sorry for the improv comments. Boy, that doubt and negativity sure are loud and clear right now. Aren't they, General? Oh, absolutely. I can hear them like the bells of St. Goebbels. Now, Vision, show yourself. Okay, fine. I'm here. What do you want me to do? Herr Delia Eckhart? Oh, shit. No, no, I'm... <laughs> oh, simple General. This vision is only appearing in the form of Herr Delia Eckhart. Yes, not the real Herr Delia Eckhart. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Amazing. But it looks just like him. Right down to the sweaty brow and beady little eyes. Oh, you want to compare notes? What's that voice? So shrill, so petty. Can't be Herr Delia Eckhart. Thank you. But it doesn't make sense, spirit. Who could change shapes and voices to decry the image of such a short, brilliant man? Thank you. Who indeed, General? Who indeed? It could only be one person. <gasps> Hitler? No! But close. But not really that close. For this vision I said before you, General, may appear in the shape of Herr Delia Eckhart, but is in fact... Fräulein Delia! What? I knew you'd never accept the accurate vision of the future, so I twisted it and molded it into something simpler for your inept mortal mind to understand. Okay. Then, that foot means that the future of the Aryan race is in the hands of... a woman? Are you sure about this, spirit? It's gonna be a really tough sell. Of course! I am the spirit of all times for your people! I am your mother! <gasps> Mama! 
I am your son. And I am here to show you who will bring you home. Right, and that's me. Oh, forgive me, spirit. Oh, this is a lot to take in. I mean, I barely believe a woman can make me a good cup of Nescafe instant coffee. I just have them do it. You know, because I'm too important to know how to make it myself. Well, this woman holds the keys to the future of the Aryan race in her brilliantly independent, strong, sturdy, capable hands. It's true. I'm a scientist. A what? How does she know that word? Take it back, you hear? Take it back! Jesus Christ, I'm not a dog. Exactly. Don't even get me started on the loyalty indifference. General, down. Stay. This all seems like your problem. And if you want to let your problem become the Aryan racist problem, then so be it. But I am here to tell you now that if Fräulein Delia doesn't operate the box, the only place you'll be sending your beloved Führer to is the Roman days. The ancient Roman days. When the Jews killed Jesus. Just imagine how they'll like you. Oh, my, some things never change. But wait, spirit. How do I know I can trust her? I'm not even sure if Delia is an Aryan name. Because Delia isn't her real name. I knew it. That was a test. I knew it. She is the future of the Aryan race, the key to the next step of Aryan evolution. You mean... She is the future descendant of the Fuhrer himself, evolving generations past the name Hitler until you reach the apex. Von Hitzler is the name. Lilith Von Hitzler. And she will take you home. Lilith... Von Hitzler. It's the most Aryan name I've ever heard. Tomorrow morning, you will give her the keys to the vanishing box, and I promise you, from your Aryan aunties and uncles back in Atlantis, we will see you soon. Yes. Yes. I'll give the Fuhrer the best Christmas gift any Nazi has ever given him by doing what no Nazi has ever done. Employing a woman. <laughs> good, General. Very good. Take a treat. Now, I think we're done here. Get back in bed and close your eyes and, I don't know, count backwards from ten. And when you wake, this will all have been... As a dream, 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 dream. dream. I remember those. Ten, nine, eight. Okay, Augie, grab my hand. Oh, wait. <clears throat> oh, wait. Can I do it this time? Fine. I feel like I earned this. Smoke bomb. <gasps> they really are gone. Just like a dream. Starvight, Starbright, Aryan Star out in the night. Wish I may, wish I might. Please, the Fuhrer, this Christmas night! <laughs>
You know, Reggie, a wise man once said, all the world's a stage. Do you know who that was? Do you? I do, but there's no time to explain it to you. Now, have you ever actually dabbled in the theater before? Are you serious? Do you not hear my charmingly accurate British accent? Yes, and yes. I'll put it like this, Conrad. Where I'm from, if you haven't played Prospero by the time you're nine, you may as well have had your ears pinned back and your bottom removed. So you have done a play? I'll leave you to come to that conclusion yourself. You know, you've said so much, and I was just looking for a yes or no. Whether or not I trod the boards in my paddling days doesn't matter one fig. Anton has already assured us that two of his actor friends will be the ones on stage tomorrow night. Misha! Let's go back! It's a blizzard out here! If you want to give up our first gig in years, you can, Schwanny! I won't stop you, but I'm still an artist! Excellent point, babe. For the craft. For For the craft! Exactly. There's no possible chance that in any world we'll have to be the ones up there playing Ava and Adolf. Am I right? First bit of sense you've made all day. Let someone else carry our load. So, since that pressure is off of us, I think we can come up with something passable for these people. Right. All we need is to write a complete script loaded with three-dimensional characters, a conceivable romance, and a reassuring theme about Nazis and Christmas in just a few short hours. Jeez. All that in just a few short hours? (gasps) I know exactly how to do it. I'm little Addie Hitler, and today's the best day because it's Christmas. And then you enter and say, I'm little Evie, and Christmas is great. Be honest. You've never done a play before, have you? Now breathe from your stomach and say the lines louder. The louder it is, the more they believe you. I think Christmas is great. Huh. You know, for you, the louder it gets, the less I believe it. All I'm saying is that shouldn't matter. Is it the paper crowns you guys have to wear? Because I don't get those either. My personal feelings about the day aside, I still should be allowed to at least write about Christmas. I want a goddamn... put a put in 19... But, correct me if I'm wrong, you stole the idea for that book from Augie. No, I... You can't write a show about the magic of Christmas if you don't believe in the magic of Christmas. Well, it's hard to believe in the magic of something that you've never had. You mean you've never... had a Christmas? I... No. So I went out to the cricket pitch where the older boy said he'd be to get my present. And do you know who wasn't there? Santa. Exactly. And do you know who was? Not Santa. My father, with a trainer box full of coal, my mother's death certificate, and the news that there was never any such thing as Santa Claus. And ever since, December 25th has been just another person's birthday that I forget to celebrate. Huh. Wait here. All right, I'll be there in a... Rudy, I just said to stay there, then the beat ended. Did you not hear the bell? The bell? What bell? The bell! That's been indicating the end of the... Really? I assure you, I hear no bell. Oh, boy. This is a particularly bad case of not believing in Christmas. Rudy, stay here. All right. Open your eyes. I... Conrad? Well, 
This is Rudy. Call me Connie. I'd prefer Rudyard, but still, I I appreciate the gesture, Connie. I just figured even an eye-patched arch-nemesis deserves at least one real Christmas. But the decorations? Yeah. The candles? Yeah. The music? Yeah. How do you do all this so fast? Just a little thing called the power of Christmas, Rudy. The power of Christmas. Was that the- Yes, Rudy, it was! <gasps> you heard the bell! By Chovy! It's beautiful. Now, we still have half of this montage to get to, so let's get jingling. Righto. Just beautiful. And when I rose from the Griffstein family vault, as had been my birthright, wouldn't you know it? It was Christmas Day. But this time, there was no overcompensating Jewish feast, no family to point out how grateful I should be, but worst of all, no Phoebe. And I know, I know, it looks bad, but it was... Just a misunderstanding. No, see, it was just a misunderstand... Wait. Really? You think that? I'm sure many things are, but that's not your fault, Connie. It's not your fault. Wow. No one's ever said that to me. Of course, because once Ava arrives, Adolf will be so happy he'd have to dance. I hear you, but I think it's got to be more than just Ava showing up. It's got to be something Ava does that makes him happy. But what? <gasps> she sends a bomb to the Allies in, in the, the Christmas, Christmas Goose. It's brilliant. It's holly jolly genius. Oh, come off it, Connie. Where's your sense of fun? My fun is in the bank, old sport. It's collecting interest. I've got so much fun in unclaimed war bonds, I'm practically a profiteer. Then let's just choreograph this dance to the candy cane war room and call it a night. Fine, but can I confess something to you? And you have to promise not to laugh. You know I can't make that promise, Connie. Fine. You knew I was going to share anyway. I don't know how to dance. Really? I know. A Jew who can't dance. I'm a walking contradiction. You know, I could teach you. So we sway to three and we sway to three. You're almost as skilled at dance as you are at counting. Just wait till I let you lead. Darling, I've been leading this whole time. I just haven't said anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Rudy, your nose. It's- Oh God, is it? Ever since I was a boy, every time I blush, it would just go straight to my nose. And I guess it's just been so long since I've blushed. I'd forgotten what it's like to explain it to someone. So, you're... Yes, I, I believe I am. It's not a bad look. Yes, well, it's not a bad feeling. <clears throat> so, Adolf and Ava are dancing. Right, they're dancing. And the Allies are closing in? And, for all they know, this could be the end of the world. Exactly. They're at the end of the world. They're scared. Terrified. And yet, the only thing that matters is that they're together. And then Ava reminds him of what the blind Russian prophet said. On Christmas night, when all hope is lost. Remember true love's Christmas kiss. And, and all, all will be well. well. And then they... And then... They...
Rudy, what are we doing? Just stop talking. Um, guys, that was amazing! Is that General Otto? Oh, yeah, my bad. Just Otto. Sup. But, yeah, guys, seriously, I had no idea that you had that in you. I I got, like, a whole journey in just a few snapshots. It was so time efficient. Yes, well, um, want to make sure we're putting on the best show possible tomorrow night? Show. Right. It's just a show. Totally, it's gonna be sick. I'll be honest, a lot of the other generals gave me this assignment because I'm the youngest and they thought it'd be the easiest to screw up. You know, because of how much everybody loves Christmas. I mean, between you and I, you do not want a bunch of angry Nazis whispering behind your back at the Christmas party. It's the worst. I could imagine. So is there anything else we can help you with, General? We still do want some elements of the show to be a surprise, after all. Oh, absolutely. I'm sorry about that. It was literally so serendipitous because I was on my way down to the kitchen to warm myself a cup of skim milk when I passed the classroom door and heard you both in here rehearsing, so I thought I'd take a peek. You know, General, the artistic process is a very vulnerable place, and sometimes you make personal discoveries in that place. Personal discoveries you didn't even know were down there. And we're talking life-changing discoveries, like, doesn't make sense, but also makes so much sense, and you figure at this point, why not embrace them? Because, you know, it's for the good of the show. I, I believe what my associate is failing to convey is you may have caught us a bit unawares, and we are happy to explain anything you may have seen and how it pertains to I'll Be Home for Christmas. Because it was all for the show. Well, duh, I know that. You two are just writing. When you get blocked, sometimes you just gotta get on your feet, find the story another way. That totally tracks for me. Precisely. Precisely. See, Connie, he knows the process. You gotta know the process. Hang on a biscuit. Yeah. You said you heard us rehearsing. I was under the impression this was one of the least acoustically sound rooms in the castle. Some might say sound proof. Yeah, no, it totally is, right? But then I took a piece of egg crate from the door when I left this afternoon. Remember when I was in here earlier? So now it's actually about just as acoustically sound as any other room in the castle. Wild. Right. So you heard... Like, all of it. Oh, sweet fuck. Is that a gun? It's a Mauser. Is that a gun? Yeah. I'm sorry, Eric Griffson, but you really shouldn't be here being Jewish and all. Like, do you know how dangerous it is? It's negligent. To yourself. General, 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 come on! Old sport? That was part of the play, a part of rehearsal. When I said I was, you know, I was trying to find the character. The essence. And who were you playing? Hitler. No. Ava. No. God damn it, it doesn't work with either. Yeah, see? It's nothing personal, it's just... Ugh, this really sucks! Because, like, now, even if the show was amazing, which it's obviously gonna be, look at what you two found up there, if the other generals found out it was written by a Jew in-house, I'm gonna be so chewed out. We'll never live it down. You think SS generals who let Jewish writers go get into Valhalla? I freaking think not, man. No, hey, 
This isn't about me. Like you said, it's okay to be conflicted. You're a good guy, right? Yeah. There you go. I mean, <laughs> I think so. So, what if... What if none of the other generals even need to know? It can be our little secret. Secret? What? No, no, no. Are you, are you creamed in the head? Come on. You're supposed to be the Jew here. I can't lie. The Third Reich Bylaw 117 specifically states that any SS officer caught fibbing, lying, or withholding the truth will immediately be docked living quarters, food, and jacuzzi privileges. So I'm sorry, Air Griffson, but I'm gonna have to- No. What? Roger. If you want to kill him, you're gonna have to go through me. Oh my god. Well... Yeah, of course. I'm so sorry. Air Codswallow, did I not make that clear? Make... Make make what clear now? Well, yeah. I mean, once I kill Air Griffson here, I've obviously got to cream you too. I mean, I definitely saw you two slow dancing just now, and you were not leaving room for Heimdall. You know, even on stage, that's not cool here. And honestly, even if you weren't, Technically, you were in violation of Third Reich Bylaw 626, which states you're not allowed within six feet of a Jew without any sort of SS paraphernalia on. I don't even see so much as a swastika on your eye patch, which is a shame because I know for a fact I told you we've got a surplus of eye patches and slap bracelets somewhere in the swagstika section of the storage room. I'll find them. I'm, I've just I've been busy. Right. So that's... um. Hey... I appreciated the gesture. You... you did? Good. That's, um... I'm glad, Connie. All right. Ready? Do you want to count down or not? Some people have preferences. Yes, no, please. No, thank you. Did you just... You'd really want to know when you're going to die? Of course! Why wouldn't I want to know? Why wouldn't you want to be surprised? Be honest. Have you ever really enjoyed a surprise? Oh, wait. Was that it? Gosh, shoot. You know what? We were playing tag this afternoon, and I forgot to reload. That's on me. Oh, God. Thank you. Still not a fan of surprises? All right, so... There's really no way we can go back now. So why don't you two come with me? I live just up the stairs by the rec room. And don't say anything about my clothes. I'm going to clean them up tomorrow before the fewer gets here. But like I said, I've been busy. Or what if we make you a deal? A deal? Damn it, how did you know I was getting into gambling? We can always smell our own. Ugh, not surprised. You know what would be better than executing a Jew and his associate in private the night before the Christmas pageant? A dog. On skis! Literally anything else? Yes, yes, or exposing and executing a Jew and his associate in front of the Fuhrer. Tomorrow night, Christmas Eve, after the Sprek. Rudy, it kind of just feels like we're splitting hairs here. What do you say? Score like that in front of the little big man himself tomorrow night? I can see a certain general's name spelled out in the stars of Valhalla for that Christmas gift. General Pfefferkuchen. Whoa. Whoa, I... Air Godswallow, that's... At the risk of sounding too on board, I... Can I say yes to you? You sure can, General. You sure can. Oh, my gods. And their faces are going to be like... 
so surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be so SS. Super special. So sweet. All right, great. But, oh, between now and then, just, like, don't say anything to anybody about Air Griffs in here. Because if any of the other generals find out, then they're going to want to cream him themselves. And, like, the kids, you know, not on Christmas. Not, not on, on Christmas. Christmas. Well, all right then, boys. Tomorrow night, after the show, it's a date. A totally platonic date. Yes, yes, lethally so. All right. Night, guys. Good night, General. All right, now, Connie, let's grab your jacket. Wait, 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 wait. Don't you want to unpack that? I feel like we got a lot of ground to cover after the last few minutes. Or you can grab your jacket, follow me, and make like a missile and... Toe? I was going to say go, but I like where you went. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, come on. Huggy, I gotta hand it to you. That worked 98% better than I thought it would. I know, right? Two for two on the old fulcrum bit. It's like my Uncle Ben said when I trained with him on his moisture farm. Never underestimate a simple machine. Yeah, I don't have much of a green thumb, but hey, he and I still got to the same place. Now we just have to wait until we see Schneeman in the morning, get the keys, and then we blow this swastika stand. Yeah. Uh, wait, you're not trying to blow up the castle, are you? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure I could rig something, but honestly, I was just talking about leaving. Right, well, that's good, because there's kids. But, uh, just want to clarify where your head's at. What, to you, is our next step here? I clearly just gave you our next three steps, Augie. You'd think you'd be able to hear in this supposedly award-winning courtyard. We wait until we see Schneeman. Yeah. We get the keys to the vanishing box. Still with you. And then you, me, Anton, Conrad, and Rudyard will just poof. Poof as in smoke bomb poof, or poof as in... Okay, Augie, you're only ever this granular when you're trying to underline a point, so what's up? <laughs> oh, me? Um, I just didn't realize you wanted to take off so quickly. You didn't think I'd want to leave a Nazi castle quickly? Okay, fine. You see through my ruse. <laughs> that was your ruse? Okay, you don't have to be so honest. No, I just... I don't know. It's gonna sound actually crazy, but I think we should... St- Stay. You're right. I'm right we should stay. You're right. That sounds crazy. Yeah, I figured it was one or the other. I almost don't even want to list all of the many reasons we should leave. In fact, I won't. I'll leave it at Nazi Castle. Yes, and you're right. And I know I'm just getting the gravity of how truly horrifying a concept that is today, but that's why I... I just don't think we can leave when this is happening. You know? Augie, I hear you in that I am literally listening to your voice, but I'll be honest, everything you say that isn't the words let's and go is not making an impact. Right. So we just go? Thank God, I thought I lost you there. And leave these secret orphan Jewish kids and Zimmer's twin? You mean Gigi and Hunter? See, we know their names. We can't just leave a kid and a twin with a bunch of Nazis when we know their names. Fine, we can take them with us too. I'll just... Adjust the weight capacity, I guess. No. God, absolutely not. If we steal that kid, that's literal kidnapping. Or, at the very least, adoption? Neither of which I'm ready to be associated with. Fine, then we leave them and I don't adjust the weight capacity. But, Augie, we are leaving tomorrow morning. If Anton isn't here tomorrow morning, what do you think is going to happen to that class? We know exactly what will happen. Hunter will teach the class. It happened this morning. Yeah. Or worse. 
I know, I know, in a lifetime of ill-advised and regrettable choices, this may be the illest and most regrettable, but... Auntie, caterpillar formation, go. All right, fine. Oh, I'm gonna feel that in a minute. But I meant what I was saying, and I still deserve points for where it was going. Fine, here's three points. I hope they make you feel good about staying. They do. Shh, I didn't make a noise. It was preemptive. It was noisy is what it was. Drat, okay, quiet. Drat? Oh, thank God, it's a courtyard. I think we're safe here. Nothing bad ever happens outside. Unfamiliar with a tsunami, are we? Rudyard? Griffson? Oh, using sarcasm to deflect from how scared you are. Real original. Well, having that shoved back in my face, I must apologize, old chum. It's a defense mechanism, really. A way to distance myself from what's actually going on so I can carry on with my day-to-day. I can't tell if that helps you or hurts you here. You make a fair point. What the fuck? What the fuck? Did you just agree with each other? Ah, Rudy, they're everywhere. Sweet cricketing Christ, Eckert. You nearly scared the jockeys off of him. And I'm here too. Oh, thank God. You're who I hoped Eckert was. Just fucking ouch. Oh, does your pride have a boo-boo? Well, I'm sorry, it'll have to wait. We've just had a major modern run-in with a minor major general, so I'm afraid we're on our way to get the fuck out of the briar patch, as my headmaster used to say. (sighs) Which thing to comment on? Well, lucky for you, the two of us just convinced Neiman to give us the keys to the vanishing box. So once we grab those in the morning, we're gonna blow this swastika stand. Oh, come on, you used that one already. And you didn't appreciate it. That's perfect. Come tomorrow, we'll have a first-class seat to any fucking where but here. Or when. Wait, so Otto knows? Little bastard walked in on us writing this godforsaken play and overheard some conversation about certain one of us being of the chosen persuasion. Anton? Me! That was my second guess. Shit, that's not good. So what time are we thinking tomorrow? After tea? Before whatever deep-fried meat on a stick they serve for breakfast? How about an even crack of dawn? Well, Augie, what do you think? I think... Conrad? Boy, if I had a nickel for every time I also thought, Conrad, you'd have have a a courtyard courtyard full of nickels? nickels? See? You get it. No, Conrad, when do you want to go? I... I think I actually... I think I need to stay? What? Yes! You're certifiable! And you may be right. I may be crazy. And this just might be the kind of thing that gets me killed, but... I mean, Hunter taught me German. Yes, and I'll teach you how to core pomegranate so it's all even. You can't be serious, Con. Rudy, I'm pretty sure I am. And as your best friend, I agree. I think we should stay, too. You do? Okay, so you two spend one night together and you have this much sass. Griffson, what did he do to you? Nothing. Nothing. Yet? Yet? So you, August Eckert, the man who once pretended to be Jewish to get into a dinner party, wants to stay in Chateau Nazi? For what? Past penance? I can promise you, you'll find some other opportunity to make up for your past sins. Perhaps Lilith can drop you off somewhere around Vesuvius' time of the month. But let's all leave here together. Lazy menstruation jokes aside, I could do that if you wanted to. I'm like 99% positive I fully understand how the box works now. Just had some trial and error along the way. Didn't you? Damn it, Lilith, there's no time to argue. I'm afraid it's a tie vote, Eckert. No, but we've got the Jew, so our vote counts more. 
Sorry to use it like that. Hey, I'm glad someone's getting some use out of it. Besides, don't you two have that play you have to do? Absolutely not. We already wrote the damn thing in a night. Anton has his actor friends from out of town coming to perform it. Ah. Anton? Thank God I found you all. What are you doing in the courtyard? We all happened to convene here after pretty big respective nights. You? I was just on my way to find Conrad and Rudyard. You'll never guess the telegram I just received. Anton, stop. So big news. Stop. Blizzard in Berlin at the moment. Stop. The winds blew us back to the apartment. Stop. Stupid lucky. Stop. Anyway, can't make it to perform in the play. Stop. Do not view this as a reflection on you, or more importantly, our dedication to the theater writ large. Stop. Did you mention the blizzard? (sighs) Thanks for thinking of us. Stop. Misha. And Schwanskoff. Can we just hold each other again? What? I know. Misha and Schwanskoff are still together? Ugh, good for them, I guess. Well, the good news is that doesn't matter at all, Anton, because come tomorrow morning, I'll have the key to the vanishing box, and then we can blow this swastika. No. No? No? Yes! Yes. I can't leave the kids like that, especially before the pageant. But Anton, darling. Oh, darling. This is a chance to escape, to not have to spend every single day putting yourself in danger. Color me daft, but I don't understand why, in any configuration of the world, you'd want to stay. You know, as happy as I am that we sided together on this, I do have to agree with the long-armed, one-eyed, prissy British novel cheater here. Honestly, it doesn't matter why I want to stay. I could say it's for the kids. I could say it's to make sure theater stays on the curriculum. I could even say there's a pleasure in knowing I'm tricking these chuckle fucks right under their noses. There are more reasons to stay than I can even begin to tell you. So choose whichever one you like. I'm staying. Me too. As am I. Oh, piss it. Fine. Really? Rudyard. You do that? What, and that you preen about on stage as Adolf Hitler without a proper Ava? I'd be terrified for your dance partner. Honestly, you probably still should be. Well, Lilith, what's it going to be? Are you with us? Or... Not. Absolutely not. Do you think I want to stick around while the SS knows half our party is Jewish? They what? About that. It's just me. You should be fine. And continue to endure monologue after monologue from Schneeman of sexist, delusional, fantasy garbage takes about Atlantis and the ghosts of Aryans past? So this place is haunted. What has been happening in your plot? So you're just going to run away? Don't do this again, Augie. Well, we obviously didn't learn last time. Maybe this is the universe giving us another chance, a chance to actually do something. Okay, first off, the universe is way too busy to be throwing out signs like that. And second, you did do something last time. You finally put up your Lamarck play. Yeah, and it sucked. I mean, no offense, but even if you would have been there the whole process, it wouldn't have mattered. After meeting that guy, we obviously shouldn't have been doing a play about him in the first place. So please enlighten me into how a play about Ava and Adolf is better. Because... I don't know. We'll all be there together? 
Honestly, and I'm on your side, but that wouldn't have worked on me. Not helping. First, you leave 17th century Paris. Yeah, not by choice. Then you leave Berlin for your secret school in the Alps I still don't know the name of. Then you leave Berlin again to go back to Paris. Then Paris for America. Not to mention the probably four dozen other stories you've told me that all take place in different locations. I know for a fact you left because you're with me now telling me about them. So maybe this time... We stay and make it work. You know if I leave with the box, Schneeman has no way of sending all of the Nazis to Atlantis. Otto will kill Conrad and Rudyard, and no offense to you two, but I'm not convinced in any reality your play is going to be good enough to save the arts program. Well, you just gotta see it and find out. Well, what if it didn't matter whether or not the play needed to be good enough to save the arts program? Again, wait till you see it. It's actually quite good now. Because the trip to Atlantis happens before the curtain goes down. All right. And I want to hear you out, but you've got to stop throwing around the word Atlantis like it's a brunch spot. Lilith, what is the one thing that box is known for? Full matter transmutation. For banishing the entire human occupancy of the Teatra de Tuileries. And what I'm saying, Lilith is that we have a box. Conrad and Rudyard have a show. And tomorrow night, we all will have a cafetorium full of literal Nazis. You're the scientist here. You do the math. Have you come to the conclusion that I have? So you're saying... I am. And we... Oh, yeah. We absolutely can. Well, I'd have to adjust some of the controls. That's not a no! Anton, you're in? You know I am. Same here, old sport. God help me, so am I. Lilith? I'm in. Alright. Then let's go vanish some fucking Nazis. Vanishing Act is written and directed by Ian Gears and Lauren Grace Thompson. This episode was sound designed by Sarah Buczynski, and original music was composed by Baldemar. Our head sound designer is Daniel Etty Williams. This episode featured Sarah Price as Augie Eckhart, Tina Munoz Pandya as Lilith von Hitzler, Daniel Milhouse as Conrad Webley Griffstein, Sam Hubbard as Rudyard T. Codswallop, Lawrence Stepney as Anton Hirschfelder, Rob Kozlarik as Schneeman, Eric Eilerson as Otto and Misha, Daniel Eddie Williams as The Herald, Chris Visaraga as Schwanskoff, and Lauren Grace Thompson as The Narrator. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at VanishingPod or on our website, vanishingpod.com. And join us next time for part four, The Christmas Catch. is a particularly bad case of not believing in Christmas. Rudyard, stay here. (laughs) That that one caught up to me there. Hi, this is Jonathan Evans, creator of Gather the Suspects. You're about to hear an extract from our first series, which is now available in full wherever you get your podcasts. 
Should we shout to let them know we are here? What? Like, hello, it's the crazy people who have broken into your apartment. <laughs> no. In an Alex maybe lying somewhere hurt, unable to get up kind of way. Okay, okay. Hello? It's us. Cara and Veronica. We just wanted to check everything is alright. Hello? In a horror movie, this would be the moment the killer jumps out. Shush. That's not gonna happen. No one's even here. Okay. So... Why have you grabbed hold of that golf club by the door? Just in case no one does decide to turn up. <laughs>